Hey everyone, how's it going? I am talking with Kyle from Vital Spirit as well as Wormwitch and Seer. Um, hey Kyle, do you mind just giving listeners a quick introduction? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm Kyle. I am from Vancouver, Canada. Um, yeah, I play in Vital Spirit, Wormwitch, Seer, Eyes Out of Face few other projects that will have stuff coming out this year. Uh, and I run a little label called hidden tribe. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks again for talking with me. Um, I know with vital spirit, having a new album coming out in about a month or so, I was hoping we'd kind of, you know, focus on that. Do you mind just uh, letting you know people know how you got vital spirit started? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, thanks for having me. This is a cool thing that you do here. And I'm oh, thank uh, you. honored to be on your show here. Uh, yeah, Vancouver locked down in March of 2020. And I was at home for about a month and a half before returning to work. So I had this idea to do a Western themed black metal band um, for a few years. And I've been collecting riffs recorded on my phone here and there. Um, I think it was the second week of being locked down. I started demoing basically every day. I mean, it was every day. Um, I, I was just waking up and started writing and recording like it was a job essentially. And, uh, I basically was doing like a track a day. So I think I finished the initial demos for the EP in about four days. And then I moved on to another project that, um, has been kind of sitting dormant, but we'll see a release this year. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. It was, I was touring before, um, the lockdowns happened and then when all that got shut down, it kind of opened, um, the path to be able to do something like this. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember hearing vital spirit, the EP, the, that came out in the faith that looks through death. Uh, I want to say the fall of 2020. Um, so that's, that's cool that you're able to take that time during that lockdown to work on this. Uh, how did, how did you get inspired to do a Western influence black metal? Um, well, it was kind of the convergence of a lot of things over many years. I think it was somewhere around the middle of the last decade. I became interested in, um, ancient cultures and civilizations, which kind of resulted in, um, like an interest in, in, I think initially it was like the interest of the pyramid builders of the continent I lived on and the continent below the continent I lived on. Um, I knew I wanted to explore those cultures with my music and at the time, uh, I envisioned doing something with my other band Seer, which is my main focus at the time. Uh, shortly after that, I started watching a lot of Western films really for the first time. I hadn't really explored that previously. Um, and, and, you know, like many people who watch those films, I fell in love with the scores. And I can remember searching online for metal that incorporated those influences. And I pretty much just found Volan, which you're probably familiar with, I imagine. Um, and I really dug what they were doing or what he was doing. Um, but I kind of had ideas of what I could potentially do on my own that, that I, I couldn't find out there in the wild. Um, so at the time I was thinking that it would be something to do with Seer because that was basically the band I was doing. This is before I joined Wormwitch. Um, and when I did join Wormwitch, we, uh, we ended up traveling large portions of the U S 
uh, by vehicle, which is, you know, the first time I was seeing a lot of different areas. And I kind of just realized that there was a lot of untapped potential in the history of North America uh, and, and in South America. Um, so I initially started adapting the idea for SEER, but I think around the beginning of 2020, I had decided to make it a separate project. Um, it was more strictly black metal and you know, less doom focused. And uh, yeah, when COVID lockdown hits, everything was kind of in place to make it happen. Uh, what parts of the country were you most like, um, I guess, inspired by? Was I'm guessing like the South, like Oklahoma, Texas, like Arizona, New Mexico? Is that yeah. kind of okay? Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it's it's all of it. I think it's that's kind of what I have been focusing on, especially for the full length. I mean, the full length is is focused on the Southwest. Um, so yeah, but that was my first. That was my first time seeing uh, New Mexico and Arizona. Um, I've been to California before and Nevada, but yeah, it had a pretty deep impact on me. Yeah. Those are really long stretches of road between like Albuquerque, Phoenix, um, Los Angeles. Those are just like, shoot like eight, 10 hour drives. So yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. It's, um, it's really, it's really nice. I, you know, I live out here in Fort Defiance, Arizona. It's, I want to say about right on the border of Arizona, New Mexico. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's awesome. It's just, uh, it's kind of like where the Navajo tribe is based out of the, the capital and the government is all around here. And it's really nice, really the rocks and the scenery. Yeah. Which is I mean, most of the time that's what you're seeing because there's so much like essentially barren landscape, um, in between the you know, areas of whatever civilization, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Then there's like communities that are all separated. I want to say by like 50 miles apart, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it's really nice, but you know, sometimes it can get really like isolated and lonely, but, um, well, I mean, I, I'm, I, I live here. It's, it's, it's always been nice for me. Um, that's the trade off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you mentioned like, um, Western films, um, and like, kind of like the culture Were you ever like, did you ever like go into like country music, like old country music to kind of get some source of inspiration? Yeah, totally. Um, like I'm a big fan of making playlists of related music to whenever I'm working on a different project. Uh, and vital spirit, I had a playlist with a ton of old country and Southern rock on it stuff like Marty Robbins, uh, Waylon and like CCR and Skinner and stuff like that. Um, I did the same thing with the full length as well, which kind of like featured a little bit more wacky stuff like Lee Hazelwood, Sanford Clark, a bunch of Neo folk. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of that stuff. Awesome. Yeah. That's a big thing out here. Um, a lot of like the Western cultures, like probably I want to say the most prevalent here, like people, you know, our ranchers and people like rodeo is really big out here. Country Western dances are really big out here. Like, yeah, I'd say like metal is, you know, is uh, popular with younger people, but like out here, it's all about country and country Western dances. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I'd love yeah. to see that. Yeah. There's even like, there's lots of bands like country Western bands out here um, that are just like big, like, you know, they have, they host country Western dances every weekend, not so much lately due to the pandemic, but like the, I think they play off of like the, like old 
the way I think of it, I think it's just like people when the movie Urban Cowboy came out, everyone just wanted to sound like yeah something off the Urban Urban Cowboy soundtrack. Yeah, totally. That's cool. Yeah, hopefully they hopefully it comes back. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they they not there's not so much country dances on the reservation, but really right off of the reservation, they you know there there's not as much restriction there, but for sure they're. Yeah. If we, if we ever get an opportunity on tour to check out something like that, I'd love that. Unfortunately on tour, there isn't a lot of uh, time for much of anything other than driving and playing yeah. and sitting in green rooms. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. I mean, if you ever like want to dig into it, there's the band aces wild. They're like a big like Navajo country band. Okay, cool. And then, um, in the Apache area, there's like Apache spirit. Um, there's one band that's really popular called state line, but everyone's kind of like, they, they got so much drama going on. Like oh, damn. They're, they're a good band. Don't get me wrong. They're a good band, but they just got to have a lot of their extracurricular stuff is a little distracting. Yeah. I mean, you got a lot of that all over the place now. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, definitely check out Ace, Ace is wild. I like them. Um, I will. And then, um, when the EP came out in the fate that looks through death. Um, yeah, I was really, Honestly, I think the the cover really grabbed my attention just because it was a sand painting. But um, can you kind of go into that title of the EP and kind of what it, what it means? Um, yeah, it's taken from the poem Intimations of Immortality by William Wordsworth. And uh, in the poem, he talks about growing older and losing a connection to nature. And how children have a sort of divine connection to nature because their souls are closer to their uh, like pre-existence. Um, and I, I kind of saw this as like a micro reflected in the macro, kind of like the the, uh, the personal experience in the poem being symbolic of the culture of the West, kind of losing touch with nature and spirit. Yeah, I mean, I I looked into the lyrics more, and um, yeah, there's only four tracks, but you know, they kind of to me they kind of I feel like they were almost like reflective of, or, you know, I feel like it was almost like a timeline of like cultures like happening. Like, you know, the, I think the first track, um, um, heart of the sky was kind of like, um, I know there's references to like the Mayan culture yeah. and then, then the next track was Mexican. And then, um, uh, I know the ghost dance, um, was kind of like more focused on native American, but, uh, how did, was there an interconnection between each, each song lyrically? Uh, well, I, the, the EP is almost like an overview of the themes that I, I knew would influence the project basically from the start. Um, I didn't, I didn't connect them together for their influences on one another so much. It was more that the theme of the EP was like the enduring spirit of the cultures and people kind of a thing. Mm-hmm when compared to like the full length, the full length is a lot more focused. So I'm more focused on the Southwest and, and I kind of viewed the EP as yeah, sort of like a general overview of, so yeah, different areas, d- different cultures over a widespread area that have been to some extent, um, nearly erased to varying degrees, but the concept of vital spirit from the beginning was essentially just how that spirit endures. And then the, uh, yeah, like I was saying, the, the, the cover art just kind of caught my eye. Like, how did you, um, 
how did you end up choosing the the sand painting as the as the cover um well initially i was looking for an image of a woven blanket uh when i came across sand paintings and i kind of i immediately fell in love with them and i think uh, yeah i was in touch with a gallery in new mexico and i was trying to license a an artist work a contemporary artist uh, and they wanted to do it but they said due to the pandemic it was going to be tough to pull off so I, essentially i found one on the internet and and visually i, th I think it's a great fit it, it depicts the story of um the man who tricks the buffalo people people into giving him special knowledge. Are you familiar with the story? No, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I think. But he, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I want, I'm interested. Uh, see if I can recall it. I think it's he. He was the son. No, he he marries the daughter of the chief, I believe, and then. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to butcher this, but I think we, he essentially the buffalo people contact him somehow, and then he ends up tricking them into giving him special uh special knowledge essentially um and i think i think that actual painting is slightly altered from the original which i think is like a common thing to do to separate the art from something that's used as art um from something that is used in ceremony mm -hmm. so there's like slight alterations um in colors and things like that it's an amazing image. Um, I was just blown away and just, yeah, from, I think that's, it just really, I think it really grabs, um, people's attention, especially now with like things being on, you know, our smartphones. It's just, it's just something that, you know, really kind of pulls, I think it, well, it pulled me and really wanted to go into it, listen to the album and dig deeper into the, the music. Yeah. I, I really didn't want it to look like, a black metal record. Like I, I sent the art over to um, Robin, who does all my art. He's uh, the vocalist of Wormwitch, and um, he he kind of sent me something that was like he had edited it, and it was it was dark, and it was it looked like it looked like a black metal cover. It looked cool, but I was kind of like I almost wanted something that looked like you could. Yeah, I almost wanted something that looked like you could go into, say, like that gallery in New Mexico, go into like their gift shop and you could pull it out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I didn't want it to look typical. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's cool. I, I really, really dig it. Um, yeah, I'm just a big fan of like art too. I mean, there's a lot of artists around here that you know, they, um, like the, there's like places in Sedona, like Sedona, Arizona, they have like really, like, really cool galleries um like like uh the woven rugs they, they have like galleries for woven rugs galleries for paintings yeah i, I think that's how I, I initially found it i was i was looking at galleries and like i said there was that one in new mexico somewhere i can't remember exactly where but it seemed like their deal was they they were in contact with these different individuals who were spread out on the reservation yeah. i think i think mainly on the reservation and um yeah. And they, they would just, they would sell their art essentially. Um, yeah. Yeah. My dad's a painter. He, he does like acrylic painting. Um, yeah. I, um, I, I, I tell the story all the time. I, I'm a big dissection fan and you know, the uh, cover of, um, storm of the light Spain. I asked my dad to do something like that, but in a native, like a native, uh, version of it with a, yeah. Yeah. That's right pretty cool. Yeah. Did I don't know. Do it? Yeah. I think I have it right here. I'll show you. Oh, wicked. You can see it. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, you can see pretty much just total carbon copy of the storm of the yeah. Spain. Yeah, when you when you described it, I wasn't imagining something that looked almost identical like that. Yeah. I, I gave them like I had the vinyl of that record and I just showed it to them and asked them to do something similar. Yeah. Do, but, do you um, play music? Uh, no, I wish I'm a just big, uh, big collector of, uh, of this stuff. See, I haven't got, yeah. the, haven't got the, Oh, wicked. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks for picking it up. Yeah. No problem. Oh yeah. Here's another one to show you. My dad's paintings. It's like a Navajo lady with herding sheep. Wow. Yeah. That's great. I mean, see, like that's, that's the kind of thing. Like I, um, when it, when it comes to art, for this project, I, I want it to look like that. You know, I want it to look like something that something that's not specific to the metal world, you know, something that just exists out in the world that people who, um, are, are just creating with, without any sort of like metal influence. I mean, when you make it, when you make a shirt or vital spirit shirts, they, they kind of have to have a certain, certain vibe. Yeah. You're repping right now. That's <laughs> sick. Um, yeah, like, but but I I feel kind of like for the art and album art, it it doesn't have to be specific to metal. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. The even the new the the full length. Um, I really dig that uh, depiction of a it's like a like a pueblo, right? Like the uh, yeah yeah in Taos, yeah yeah okay. Uh, but uh, oh, so just to finish up on the uh, the EP, like, did you? did you write more songs that ended up on the full length or were those four, like the main four you focused on? Um, we didn't write any tracks for the full length during the writing of the EP, but, uh, two of the tracks on still as the night were adapted from, uh, seer demos, my other band, uh, that predated the EP altogether. So th there is, there is some stuff on the, on the new record that's actually older than the EP. I mean, I changed them quite a bit, but, uh, yeah. So it has, it has roots from before the, the EP altogether. Okay. But yeah, thanks for sending me the, the full length. I've been listening to it all weekend. So it's freaking awesome. Yeah. No problem. I should have sent it to you earlier. No, it's, it's, yeah, I just, I think I just it's pretty much all I've been listening to all weekend. Um, yeah. I mean, I know you wrote like a, kind of like a press release, uh, about the album and kind of like the, the uh themes covered on the album um but um yeah just kind of like based off that press release and then listening to the album and the title track or the the tracks of the songs it seems like it's uh, more focused on like the conflicts of uh kind of like the uh, american west is that that accurate yeah yeah totally um yeah it's Every track aside from one are about different conflicts in the Southwest uh, during the Indian Wars. So for the most part, I tried to retell the history, history without a lot of commentary there. Um, the stories are kind of presented from varying perspectives. And I tried to leave out any like moral finger wagging kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I, don't, I just feel like people are preached to constantly these days, and it wasn't like my intention to do that uh, with with the lyrical content on those tracks. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then kind of just in general, what, what would you say are like big differences between the EP and the full length? Um, I think it's, I think it's different in the extremes, you know, it's faster, 
it's it's slower at times it's more aggressive um it's more contemplative at times there's a lot more of an explicit metal influence i think and then we also leaned more into folk and quieter moments as well yeah i know the well my favorite's the long walk for just because you know it's about navajo people but i think it I kind of like picked up some like post metal, like, you know, sections of the song or, uh, kind of like songs that kind of relied on like, like the atmosphere and more settled down parts. Um, kind of yeah. like, yeah, like, you know, the way it starts and then kind of like towards the end, even goes into like a kind of a doomy section, which was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, like that one was actually one of the former Seer demos. Um, oh, wow. which is probably why it has those those influences it, yeah. it kind of it felt like a bit of departure for that reason but i think um ultimately i'm kind of happy to have included it to divers- diversify the sound of the record yeah um yeah like that riff at the end it was, it's almost it's almost like pantera-esque mm-hmm. uh and it's almost almost has like a groove metal vibe to it um but i, th- I think it ended up fitting pretty nicely uh yeah yeah oh yeah it's it's, it's awesome i dig it and um I think uh, there was one track. Um, it was sort of like a, I think it's the Saturn Sky. That's kind of like more of like an instrumental, right? Um, yeah, yeah. That's like that's the first like entirely non-metal track that we've done. Um, yeah, it was cool. I was I was glad to put something like that on there. I'd like to do more of of that kind of thing. Yeah, and um, I know like with the lockdown still. Restrictions are still kind of being lifted, but were you ever able to kind of like make it out to these areas of the Southwest, like during the time of the writing of the new album? No, not at all. I mean, I haven't, I haven't left Canada since 2019, I guess. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it's, it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. For, I mean, if you ever do, I definitely, um, like the, yeah, pretty much if you get to like Albuquerque, that whole I-40 all the way to like Flagstaff, like that whole area is just full of really cool, like interesting uh, points of interest. And yeah, there's just a lot of cool, cool museums and galleries along the way. Um, I think Santa Fe too, Santa Fe, New Mexico has got a lot of galleries. It's um, yeah, Santa Fe and Sedona, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Sedona, Arizona are big on like art galleries and um yeah and then there's like museums like there's the navajo nation museum here and then the museum in phoenix the herd museum there that's huge you probably spend all day there yeah totally i would love that um yeah santa fe is great we played there once i love how everything kind of has that all the architecture kind of has that pueblo style too to some extent um I, I might like it honestly, because it's such a contrast to, to where I live, you know, it's like the, the climate is totally different. The vegetation is totally different. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a desert person. Like I, I did, I wasn't, I didn't grow up in a desert obviously, but I feel, I feel an affinity for the desert, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Up here, it doesn't get too hot. Like, oh my gosh, Phoenix is, can be unbearable sometimes. Um, but um, yeah, the northern Arizona and northern New Mexico is generally pretty nice year-round, except for the winters can get pretty cold. But um, yeah, hope, hopefully you get to tour with uh, either Vital Spirit or Worm or Seer and definitely look at some of these places out here. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, were there any like, um, were there any other like lyrical themes that you didn't get a chance to include? I, I think, honestly, I think we covered the Southwest pretty good. I mean, there's, there's always, I mean, there's, there's a ton of stories, right. Mm-hmm. And so I had to choose which ones were going to make it onto the record, but I think it's a pretty good overview um, of, of the conflict in that time. I think we covered, yeah, we covered it pretty well. Um, yeah. Yeah. So for, for, for future releases, would it be more, would you maybe like go, go to different parts of the country as far as the history or would you kind of yeah. stay in this area? No. Yeah. I, I think we're kind of done with the Southwest for now. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure we're working on something right now, actually. Um, since the vinyl got delayed for this record, we actually thought that it wasn't going to be coming out until maybe like late summer. So we started working on something else that we actually thought was going to come out before the record. And it's ba- it's the place or the, um, the environment that that EP is based in is very far from the Southwest, it, uh, further North. I'll just say. Nice. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, uh, things kind of got jumbled around a little bit now because we decided to release the record without the vinyl ready. So I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I, th- well, we'll see maybe a summer release for the EP. Okay. Do you have a timeline of, you said the late summer, maybe for the vinyl or do you know exactly? I mean, it's, it's hard to know. I think we, uh, we submitted everything to the plant in October, I think. And at that point, I think they were saying nine months. Um, just like a baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think more recently I've heard like a year, but I don't know. We got in, like I have, I have test pressings that I got in December, I think, um, of the album. So I don't know. I can't imagine that it could be that far away. So hopefully summer. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I mean, I heard the whole album so far, but I'm really interested in looking at the, like, the layout and the lyrics. Yeah. I mean, we, we have included the lyrics in every version of the record. So even the cassette has a full, uh, it's like a seven panel J card with all the lyrics in it. Um, the CDs, I should be getting the CDs next week, actually. Um, and yeah, they all have the lyrics in them because the lyrics are just a really important part of this release. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I'm you know really pumped for it. And May six, I believe, right, is the release date officially. Yeah, sure. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm really glad you're able to tell me more about um, <clears throat> Vital Spirit. Um, those are kind of close to my end of my questions, but um, just as far as closing remarks, um, any um, any like people you want to recognize or any like specific, um, like thank yous out there? Uh, well, um, yeah, I mean like my, my label, we just, we just put out like three, we put up three pre-orders essentially we put up one for vital spirit, one for my other band steer volume seven, which is a compilation of everything we've done since our last album. And then one for thieves, which is uh Colby who plays guitar in Wormwich, and also mixed, uh, still as the night it's his solo project. Um, so yeah, definitely go check that out. Pick that up. If you like, if you like what you hear from us, if you like, you know, Wormwich, vital spirit, whatever. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I'm just surrounded by a bunch of people doing cool stuff. Peter from, from Seer plays in a band called Empress, which is great. Um, so yeah, I mean, those are my friends and what they do. Yeah. Uh, recently I was, I was contacted, contacted by, um, black braid. Have you heard black braid? Yeah. Yeah. Sick. They're uh, like, a like indigenous black metal and the like New York, From New York, I think. Yeah. 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 And I, I don't know what I'm blanking on what the guy's name is. Um, but his stuff is really cool. Um, he reached out and said he was a big fan of what we were doing. Uh, so yeah, shout him out. Cause his stuff is really cool. And I think he has a record coming out really soon. Um, and yeah, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, Colby, like I said, he's, he is a big part of this record. He produced it or he didn't produce it. He mixed it. Tim Creviston, my good friend produced it. Um, and then Christopher Brown, uh, not the rapper, uh, but the cello player, he, he did all the cello stuff on, on still as the night, uh, which really elevated it. I think having real cellos on there is a big part of the record. Nice. Um, I, I'm, I'm a Wormwich fan too, but is there any like tour touring plans for Wormwich? Uh, it's, it's hard to know at this point. We, we booked our first show in two and a half years, uh, we're doing here in Vancouver. And then I think we're talking about maybe doing something in the fall. I don't think that it will be in the States. I think it might just be a Canada thing, but who knows? We'll see. Depends on the border. Depends on all that stuff. Like. It really, the only problem at this point, as far as I can tell, is just getting across the border. Mm-hmm. It seems like shows would be totally fine. Um, and yeah, I mean, like trying to, trying to do this like a year ago, it was like half capacity and all that stuff, but I don't think that's the case anymore. So I don't know. We're going to try to get to it as soon as possible. Nice. Yeah. I've seen warm, which a few times, um, the last time I saw was the Uada. It was, a uh, warm, which in Uada uh right before the pandemic so i was where was that at uh it was mesa arizona or you know phoenix mesa oh yeah Uh, yeah yeah that was a great show yeah there's like two shows going on at once like yeah like they were separated um the two rooms were basically had two shows going on at once yeah that was a lot of fun oh god damn it was so hot though yeah yeah that is like i want to say like around this time in april or may but yeah it's brutal like i think they hit like a hundred degrees around this time of year. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Fun show though. And that, yeah, that was a great tour. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, thanks again for letting me talk with you. Um, you know, I'm just a big fan, Wormwich fan, Vital Spirit fan, Seer. I'm definitely going to get into more Seer now. Um, and also the other projects associated with the hidden tribe label. Hey, yeah. Thanks. Uh, really appreciate it. You've been a big supporter since the beginning. So yeah, always appreciate it. And I think what you're doing here is a real cool thing. Uh, is this, is this the first episode after max? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'll, that'll be a hard act to follow, but, um, yeah. <laughs> thanks oh for, man. Thanks I, <laughs> yeah. I've been hitting, um, pretty much all of Max's like contacts for like two years now. Like, just trying to get them on. Yeah. yeah uh, pretty much all the social media pages. There's like a email on his, um, Cavalera website and then, yeah, just kept doing it. Like, and then I guess I finally got a response from his manager wife. And, um, at first so they were going to do, they played a show like just 30 miles from here. And I was going to see if they can talk in person, but they said they're not allowing any meet and greets or 
or anyone for this tour. So I was like, that's cool. And then uh, they said that, Oh yeah, maybe when we get home. And then I was like, Oh really cool. And then I just kept emailing them like every other day. And then they gave me a time, gave me a day and I was like, all right, cool. And then, yeah, I, I was like super nervous. I was like, Holy shit, this is cool. Like, yeah. Well, that's persistence, man. Good thing you stuck with it. <laughs> Got <that>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did. I just mainly have been talking to like people around here, little bands around here that like, there's a really thriving scene around here. It's just, um, I think it's just like, it's very, it's not, it's not covered well. And I guess revolver, you know, did that, um, did that, uh, YouTube video, yeah. Um, yeah. My, yeah. The only thing was they didn't really play any of the band's music, which kind of was a bummer, but I noticed um, that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's still thriving. There's like, just like, you know, the, the town Gallup, New Mexico, there, there's so many like sick bands from there, like that don't get a lot of like, um, coverage from like the bigger, um, outlets, I guess, the journalist, uh, um, sites. Yeah. Well, you're doing the work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping to talk to more. Um, but yeah. Thanks again, Kyle. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That was my talk with Kyle Tavares of Vital Spirit. I hope everyone gets a chance to pick up the new album, Still As The Night, Cold As The Wind, which will be coming out on May 6th. So a little over a month from now, you can pick up the album on the Hidden Tribe website, hiddentribe.ca, or on the Vital Spirit Bandcamp page. I got a chance to listen to it already and, you know, take it from me. It's uh, one of the best albums I've heard so far this year. It's a fast, aggressive black metal record uh, with the Western uh, movie soundtrack influence, you know, throughout the album. But, you know, there's also other types of uh, influences and inspirations, you know, used. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, sections of, uh, you know, psychedelic rock um, the, for example, the song, uh, the long walk, it's, um, starts out, you know, really slow, you know, like it has that, you know, psychedelic, you know, sound, and then becomes kind of like a mid-paced black metal, uh, song. And then, you know, towards the middle, you know, you transition into like some like post metal, um, with some kind of like doom sludge and almost like groove metal riffs that, uh, Kyle mentioned, and um you know the the one of the songs is uh, an instrumental saturn sky uh, but all the other songs are you know just you know really fast aggressive black metal the the closing song is uh similar to the long walk where um it's a uh, it starts slow and then kind of uses all the elements of uh, vital spirits um black metal aesthetics to kind of build upon you know the each section and then towards the end you know we kind of pull back and then we're left with only like acoustic guitar and the the cello to uh kind of close this chapter of uh vital spirits um uh, musical journey so um yeah i hope everyone can you know take that take my word for it and you know just pick it up you know either the physical copy digital download or streaming however just uh make sure you you know check it out uh, I'm gonna go ahead and play uh, a song, the Dawn of Liberty. It's uh, track three, and um, this is the the song that you know it kind of depicts the uh, Taos Pueblo rebellion in from the 1800s. So 
yeah, um, another reason to pick up the album would be to, you know, dive deeper into the lyrical content and kind of look further into the the artwork and imagery. So, um, yeah, I'll leave it at that, and it'll be the end of the podcast. So thanks for listening. Take care.